Hello, and welcome to Uncommon Intuition. I'm your host, Christy Hansel. Today is December 21st, and this day holds a lot of significance to a lot of people, especially in the metaphysical community. It's called the Great Conjunction. This is when Jupiter and Saturn align, and I'm going to fumble my way through this because, to be honest, I didn't want to do the research on it. I'm curious about this day, but this isn't my field. I'm not an astrologist. I, I don't study astronomy. I'm, I'm just not into planetary alignment. I know that this day holds significance because this is the first time this has happened in 200 years. Now, Jupiter and Saturn align every 20 years or so, but this particular alignment under this particular sign, I think happened 200 years ago the last time. I even heard somebody say, that this is, you know, the three wise men that followed the star to find Jesus in a manger. This is that event, that planetary alignment, that star that you're going to see in the sky. That's this event. So it holds significance. And I heard the last time this 200 years ago happened that the Renaissance happened. So we know that there's this shift in consciousness, this shift from going from an earth sign into an air sign. So earth signs are very materialistic, where air signs are very creative and spiritually aware. We're shifting from a masculine energy into a feminine energy. Thank goodness, down with the patriarch, right? So this astronomical event holds a bit of weight to it. We're almost sitting on the edge of our seats, waiting for something magnificent extraordinary, and perhaps even apocalyptic. But because I'm not an astrologist, I don't view this event that through that lens. I am an empath. I'm an intuitive. I'm a medium. I'm a channel. I'm a conduit. So I actually pick up on the energy around the event and how the energy is shifting, and in particular, how it's shifting for me. Now, I've said before, change happens incrementally, and sometimes change happens in a major, major way. And I think we're all expecting this change to happen in a major way, but it's already happening. The change, the energy shift, I've already felt it. There's been a conscious effort on my part where I want to tie up loose ends, and not just because it's the end of the year, I'm talking loose ends that I do in daily task, meaning I get a bowl of cereal, I pour it, I eat it, and oftentimes I'll leave it sit on the table. I don't get up, take it to the kitchen, clean out the bowl, and put it in the dishwasher. I don't finish that task. So finishing loose ends, meaning completing those daily tasks, as well as completing those things that I have had as goals for a long time, that I haven't gotten around to doing it because I've procrastinated. So my shift for me is really shifting out of procrastination. It's really freeing up my energy because what I've learned is that when I leave these things undone, when I have procrastinated for something to be future Christie's problem, all that does is create this unspoken anxiety and subconscious drain on my energy. So lately, I've been taking a conscious effort of trying to tie up those loose ends, trying to have discipline. 
I've been really good at creating routines, but I've not been so great at following through with them, making them habits, making them second nature. And so that's what this energy shift has been for me. It's more of a direction of where I want my life to go. I want it to be simplified. I don't want to have mental drain. I don't want any more of my time to be consumed with doing things that I've put off for future me to do. I want to be in the here and now and do things in the here and now. Which I find really interesting because Saturn is the planet of restriction, limitations, boundaries, discipline, authority figures, and challenges. This basically means it's a stabilizing force. I know all of that sounds pretty intense, but it's a stabilizing force. So when you have discipline, you don't have mental drain. You don't have future problems because you're handling them in the here and now. And that's where I see the shift. I see people shifting from, I want this in the future and I'm planning for my future. I'm planning my education, my career for the future, or I thought this was the way I was going. And then I'm seeing this big shift to people really analyzing and simplifying their life and saying, you know what? I don't want to invest the money in college and to go into debt. That will overcomplicate my life in the future and it'll overcomplicate my life in the here and now. I don't want to go down this career path where I am tied to his desk job from nine to five. They're really looking at their happiness in the here and now. In a book that my mom gave me in 2013, it's called The Precious Presence. It's by Spencer Johnson. And I think it puts it eloquently. The precious present is something precious I can give to and receive from myself. For I am precious. I am the precious present. And I think that's what's happening. I think that we are waking up from this illusion of time and we're more centered and grounded into the present. So as you see this shift happen in your life, you're going to become more discontent with things and try to put into action things that are going to bring about an awareness of the now. Not later, not the past, not the future, but the now. You'll begin to start facing things head on. You're going to stop procrastinating as much. You're going to feel as if time is actually ticking faster than it ticked before. And you'll have this feeling of being rushed until you tap in to the sense of now and the sense of presence. Because that's the only way you will slow down that rushed feeling is being in the here and being in the now. So I don't think that anything astronomical is going to happen. But I do think that our awareness is going to change. I do think that we're going to shift into a more self point. Meaning, what do I need for myself in the here and now? 
the empaths are going to be less empathic, less prone to giving of themselves and draining of themselves. People are going to shift from this thought of others and doing for others and being a certain way because of expectations and shift into a more selfish mindset, but not in the way that you think. I once heard somebody put this so nicely. Selfishness is putting your wants over the needs of others. And self-care, self-love is putting your needs in front of the wants of others. And I think that's the distinction. We're going to move into this period of time. We're going to be able to decipher the reality of a situation. We're going to see beyond what is presented and we're going to see the heart of the matter. We're going to be able to make those quick judgments and say, this is not okay. This isn't healthy. This isn't the direction I'm going in. This doesn't feel good to me. And I'm not going to save face. I'm not going to try to put up a front. I'm not going to try to do anything other than what brings me joy what takes care of my soul. And in doing so, you will actually help society as well. Because when you are taken care of, and when you have healed, and when you have loved yourself by being in the present, by being in the now, everybody wins. There's a calmness that occurs, the peace that occurs within your soul. And this is going to happen because you're being true to yourself. Because you're not going to stew on things any longer. You're going to address things right away as they come to you. You're not going to let things slide. If something is unjust and unfair and unkind, we're going to be voicing that. Because through that, that creates change. And that creates a new accountability and a new layer of what is acceptable in society. And not only in society, but for yourself. See, it starts with the individual. So I do think that this energy that's going to be occurring tonight is just further cementing that change. I do think that we're going to be moving into a more inclusive environment where injustices aren't so vast and so deep. There's this awakening that's occurring and an accountability that's already occurring. We've kind of already seen that through this year. But on a more mon- but on a more mon- but on a more granular level, it's going to be happening in your life. And I think that begins with where you're going to be holding yourself maybe to a higher standard or more accountable to things, but not in a perfectionist way, not in a regretful or guilt way, but in a way of being able to cut through the BS and saying, wow, I've been playing this game for long enough. It's time to listen to my inner truth. It's time to get real with myself. It's time to come clean. It's time to change this for the better of me because I love myself enough to change this. And I think that's what this energy is all about. Up next, a card reading. Today's card reading I pulled three cards with the intention 
of learning what this energy change means for you. The first card has an angel sitting underwater with her wings spread and little flounders about her. The card actually states, relationships and activities that you once enjoyed are now changing as you become more sensitive and aware of energies. I think that's going to be true for a lot of us. Our awareness of the here and now is going to bring awareness to how we interact with other people and how they are interacting with us, which will inevitably change the outcome of our relationships. The next card, Night of Air, Intelligent, Decisive, Idealistic, Tireless. Events that occur with great speed take time to carefully review your options with creative solutions. This card has a man in armor He is holding a sword that is glowing, and he's on top of a unicorn whose horn is also glowing. And I think that's part of this change too, that decisiveness. We're going to be quicker with our decisions because decisions will be more clear to us. There will be a very clear right and wrong, what feels good, what feels not so great. And then the last card, Page of Fire outgoing, creative, confident, mischievous. News of exciting new endeavor. Use your originality and ingenuity. And I think that's true with this shift of energy. It is going to be more creative. It is going to be more spiritually aware. On the card, there's a dragon with an ice castle and a moon and a little phoenix on it. So out of the ashes, we rise again. And I think that is exactly it. What once was can be no more. And we have to create a new way of being for us because we're not going to be happy with the old way anymore. We're not going to be happy with our old self. We're not going to be happy with the old social construct, our old expectations, our old goals. There's a newness, a freshness that we seek And we will not be content until we can find that. And don't worry, I do think we find it. Up next, a meditation. Today's meditation is meant to bring awareness to the here and now. Use your senses fully. Be where you are. Look around. Just look. Don't interpret. See the light, shapes, colors, textures. Be aware of the silence, of presence of each thing. Be aware of the space that allows everything to be. Listen to the sounds. Don't judge them. Listen to the silence underneath the sounds. Touch something, anything, and feel and acknowledge its being. Observe the rhythm of your breathing. Feel the air flowing in and out. Feel the life energy inside your body. Allow everything to be within and without. Allow the isness of all things. Move deeply into the now.
Thanks for listening to Uncommon Intuition. I did want to share with you one pretty cool synchronistic thing that happened. I didn't really prepare for this podcast. A lot of times I write out a script, I do research, but this one, I just kind of talked my way through it. Less is more, whatever simplest, path of least resistance. That's been my motto here lately. But as I was recording this episode, a little voice in my head said, oh, remember that book by Eckhart Tolle, The Power of Now? That, that's a great reference. So I went to go find it. And as I was looking for it, I actually stumbled upon The Precious Presence uh, by Spencer Johnson. What's peculiar about this is this book was gifted to me in 2013 by my mom, and I'm not a reader. And I only know that it was gifted in 2013 because she actually signed the inside of the book. So I never cracked open this book until today. But it is exactly, these two books are exactly what I'm going through, what my mindset is in. It's right there. I'm looking for these books. I'm looking for this information. And I think it's wild that I had this book in my presence the entire time, but it wasn't significant. I had to hold it for nearly seven years in order for this knowledge to come to me at the right time and the right place. I just wonder, do any of you out there actually experience these synchronicities as well? The alignment is unreal. But I wanted to share that with you because I found it magical. You may not, but I did. I appreciate you listening. As always, find me at uncommonintuition.com. You can ask a podcast question at Uncommon Intuition podcast link. And until next time, take care and be well.